He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And so has Amy Lynn. To a new life and to a new day. We pick up the story here in Mark with Jesus performing a miracle. In fact, performing more than one miracle. If we were to read earlier into the uh, into this section of Mark, we would see Jesus casting out demons, him being called to the bedside of a dying child. We see him uh, heal a woman by her touching the hem of his garment and saying, your faith has made you well, go in peace. And then going into the home, casting the mourners outside and raising a child to life. It would be something for us to consider that these ways of Jesus's had stopped with his ascension. That when he left us with his saying that he would come back, that the dead would stop rising. But we actually see in Acts that that is not the case. We would also assume that the miracles and the intervention of our Lord, of him coming to us, of him working through people, would stop. We see that that's actually what the Romans had hoped for. We see that that is what the Jewish leaders had hoped for. We see oftentimes that that is what other people in our world today hoped for. Sadly, even in our own hearts, sometimes we convince ourselves that that is the case. But in Acts, we actually see that the works of the Lord The works of Jesus as one who raises the dead, as Jesus as one who does miracles, as Jesus as one who is active in our lives, has not stopped, but still continues. And if we are to look at these two stories, I somewhat think that a good word to use here would not just be die, would not just be rise, but would also be follow. Jesus' first beckon to follow uh, a synagogue ruler to his home to care and maybe raise up with healing the child. Jesus follows. On his way, as he is following, he comes across a woman who, who touches the hem of her garment. And as he goes from that place, he sends her out. Our assumption that is that she is not sent out on her own. But rather, actually, as she is sent out, she is now sent out with the healing of Jesus. And any who interact with Jesus are never sent out on their own. As he goes to the house to do the resurrection, he then commands some of his own followers to follow. Peter and two others. In Acts, we see one of those followers, Peter, doing as his master has done, doing as he has seen done before. We see him following his Lord in casting and making miracles and raising the dead as well. So we see that the sign of the dead being raised has not ended. 
It did not stop on Easter. In fact, actually, as we see with Easter, we now see the beginning of the sign of the resurrection of the dead. We even confess together as a community that we look for the resurrection of the dead and life everlasting. We pray for that day to come. We anticipate it to happen. And I've started to wonder, when did we stop praying for the dead to rise? It should be our prayer as we stand over the caskets and over over the graves of our loved ones that the dead shall rise. Because we've seen the dead rise. See it with Jesus, and we see it with the apostles even. Christ is the first fruits of the dead. That which has been sown will rise again. Like seeds that fall to the earth, they will rise. We've lived this once in our life already with our baptism that we've already heard twice now different references in Scripture to that in baptism as we come forward, we die and we rise. A showing, a sign, a promise that one day as we die, we will rise again. As Marcus and I thought about Easter and considered ways that we are to teach this, we thought that this was a fitting time and a fitting place for us to remind ourselves and for us to hear that as we go to funerals, as we go to graves, as we consider our own lives and our own eventual death unless Jesus comes back first, you always have to add that in there, that we have hope, we have promise, because we are following after Christ. Amy Lynn came forward following after her Lord to be baptized. As she came forward, she followed after her Lord into death. And she follows after her Lord into eternal life. You and I, as a baptized children of God, as we move forward, as we go forward in our lives today, we have no reason to fear. We have nothing to hold us back. Because as we march forward in our time, we follow after our Lord, who has preceded us into death, who has broken its bonds, who's cast away the shackles of death, shackles of sin, set them aside so that we know that we can never be held back from rising again. So we follow. We follow after Jesus. Follow Him into baptism. We follow Him into death. We follow Him into life. This is the description, this is the understanding of the word disciple. Disciple is used eight times in that chapter in Acts. And every time it's used, it is used in reference to the disciples doing as their Lord had done before them. This time it is with Peter going to go and raise someone from the dead. And as he goes in there, he does so with confidence. Just as his Lord had done before, he set the people outside. And as he goes in there and raises up Dorcas, he brings her out to the mourners and to the saints there. 
celebrating in public life restored, just as we celebrate today of life restored. Peter follows his Lord in the same way. But it's not just Peter who's in this story that's a follower. It's of one of the characters in Scripture that that isn't talked about very much at all, who maybe sometimes in the older Lutheran churches have a Dorcas room somewhere in the building where they put the supplies for the sewing because Dorcas was one who made garments. But really we look past that and we see the first thing that's used to describe her is that she is one who has done many good works and acts of charity. That those who knew Tabitha or knew Dorcas knew that the Lord was alive because his good works and his miracles have not ended. But they were being carried out through this follower of Christ. Peter was not the only disciple in that room. There was Dorcas. One who's not just an example to the women's aid, but is an example to all the saints. That this woman, who who it doesn't appear to be attached to some husband or anybody like that, but rather made a name for the Lord through her acts of charity, her acts of good work. And on that day, the day of her death, She was not the one crying. She was one who died with hope because she looked for the resurrection of the dead. She followed after her Lord in her baptism, in her death, in her resurrection, but also in her good works. Because a disciple follows his Lord. And it must ask us, as the gathered disciples of Christ, are we the followers? A disciple is recognizable in the way they mimic, in the way they show their Lord. We follow a Lord who raised the dead. We follow a Lord who healed the sick, restored eyesight to the blind. We follow a Lord who loved, loved his neighbor. We can easily look into the world today and find out who someone is a disciple of in the way that they dress, in the way they act, in the way they speak, but also in what they expect. People speak with expectation all the time today. But the words of expectation that they share are words of cynicism, words of doubt, words of fear, words of worry of what may come next. But we are disciples of Christ. We do not share words of fear, of cynicism, of doubt, but rather we share share words of life. We share words of resurrection. That when we gather together, we speak words that we confess, that we are anticipating, we are waiting for the day of resurrection. We are looking for the dead to rise. We have seen it before and we will see it again. 
That we have a God who has done mighty and wonderful things and His promise is that He will continue to do so through you, through me, through those who are His disciples, through our prayers for others, through our acts of good works and charity for us anticipating the day of the dead. For us following our Lord into our baptism into our lives. We do not walk in the ways of Peter. It was not in his name that we were baptized. Rather, we walk in the ways of Christ. We follow after him. We are his disciples. We take his word. It becomes who we are. So that as Dorcas, who was known for her works brought glory to God, so do we. Not discipling after the world, but discipling and following after our Lord. So that it rings true with our words. I look for the resurrection of the dead. And because we look for the resurrection of the dead, we make known this simple fact. He is risen. He is risen. Hallelujah. Amen.